welcome to Reactivators, the podcast where we review video games from inside video games. The Reactivator is a magical device that allows us to travel into the world of any video game. We react to the games we invade. Every week on the show, we bring a guest into the Reactivator to give him an opportunity to see one of their favorite video games from a new perspective. We are Reactivators, you muppet. If you like this podcast, hit us up on iTunes with a five-star review. We appreciate you, and we love you. Uh, and if you like this podcast and want to hear more from the hosts of it, check out patreon.com slash supernpcradio, where we host three additional episodes a month across Super NPCs and the Bok Boys, and there's additional content from all your favorite video game podcasters in the Zoo Tycoon crew. Oh, we got a good episode today. I'm your host, the Cod King, Nick Banana Costanza. Joining me, as always, my fearless co-host, Baby Tyler Schnupp. Wah, wah, what's up? Haven't said that in a while. Um, Nick, you have a poster in your background that you've never had before. I do. I. You want, you want to tell the listener what it is? It says, uh, Chow in Space from the Chow's from Sonic. Yeah, this is a poster that hangs in the background of several levels of Sonic Adventure 2. Okay. And I always wondered if it was real, and then my roommate surprised me with it for my birthday. You didn't think it was real? Well, I mean, it's not a real movie. That's true, yeah. Um, Yeah, you know, uh, all I'll say is, thank God you have something in the background that's been terrible to watch your white walls i know i've been roasted for blank walls before <sighs> baby Tyler, and a how's... base can i say there's a base even i do this base um belonged to my friend's ex-girlfriend he gave it to me after she dumped him in ninth grade and i've had it ever since oh great and i'm now learning to play it um 15 years later very nice <sighs> you've, you've really you've, you've outdone yourself Thank you so much. Um, Tyler, quickly, how's games? These are good. I'm doing uh, King of Fighters. I'm still doing that. What's that one? I talked about it. That last, it's King. It's a fighting game. Right. right. Got Terry. Oh, it's got that Smash Brother. Got the Smash Brother, yeah. Terry Bogart. Yeah. Bogart. What about you? Uh, I, I've been playing... Um, or game of the week mostly. Okay. Uh, I I got a lot to say about it, Tyler, and I got a lot to say about it to our guest. We have a fantastic guest today, Tyler. Mm-hmm. We got a fantastic guest, a writer and podcaster, Jordan Morris. Welcome to the show. Hi, hi guys. Great to be here. Uh, yes, the Tyler. <laughs> what? It sounded like you had something to say. No, hey, thanks for being here, bud. <laughs> thanks. Yeah, you know, Tyler, I play those King of Fighters fighters games. I'm yeah. an, I'm an old school 2D fighting game fan, so you know, the Street Fighter franchise is my goat, but uh, you know, love to get down and dirty with uh, you know, my my nasty side piece, the King of Fighters. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There's it's is good. Do you like the newer one? Oh, which was the last one I played? The last one I played is Fort I think the one that you know they had the cell or the hand-drawn animated ones which I have not played I missed those they look so cool they are good uh, and this is a 2d game but they have the kind of 3d rendered 
characters. Uh, and I like the gameplay of it. I don't love how it looks, but the gameplay is super fun. I kind of turned on the auto combo system, which I, uh, you know, kicked myself a little bit for. It's it's kind of an easy mode. Uh, and the, you know, fighting game purist in me um, was angry about that. But I, I kind of realized how much time I was going to put into this thing. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to like get, competitive with this i want to see all the characters i want to see all the special moves so yeah you know, i just went ahead and put on put on the old auto combo system and had a had a fucking blast just mashing mashing light punch and oh, <laughs> doing yeah. 19 hit combos on people it, it, it's really fun Hell and yeah, yeah i love the design of those games and the like characters are so cool and the special moves really rule um yeah love a love a king of fighters love an snk game hell yeah nick yeah. Suck it. You need to you need to start playing those games. <laughs> I my fighting game go-to's always been Mortal Kombat. Yeah. And I think I've been pretty clear about that over the years. I'll say um the idea of auto combos is so intriguing to me because although I like Mortal Kombat, it's so frustrating that you have to memorize 15 button pushes that are all different across every character it just takes so long yeah you know i, th- I think if, if you want to put in the work it can be very rewarding um you know but but i think there is a kind of fighting game fan who is just like i like the characters i like to dick around but you know i i, I don't want to sit there with that boring ass training mode and kind of learn all the timings uh so yeah i i don't know i don't i don't i'm I guess I'm not clear on which games have them and which games don't these days, but um, yeah, the King of Fighters at least. If you if you thought they were cool, I think I grabbed the game for twenty bucks on Amazon and just kind of had a had a fun couple weeks with it. Um, so yeah, very it was it was pretty newbie friendly. Yeah, it's exactly what I did. I just picked it up, twenty bucks. I couldn't believe it. Nice little Good physical deal. copy. Jordan, general, how's games? Uh, games is good. Um, we are recording this, uh, April 19th, 2023. So, uh, Tears of the Kingdom is a coming. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm kind of just like waiting for that and watching every trailer and, you know, getting pumped. Uh, but kind of in the interim, I have been playing, um, uh, Mario X Rabbids, um, Oh, the second one. What is it called? Spark of Hope. It has a very generic Spark of Hope. What does that mean? Who cares? Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, so this is the uh, the Mario characters who we all know and love and the Rabbids characters who are equally beloved. I think we can all agree. Um, oh. Tyler is such a hater. He's about he's about to pretend that he likes somebody. He you don't love a rabbit. Rabbids. You don't uh, love it. No, they're annoying. There's there's never been a video game character that has been that like butt ugly to me i think they <laughs> sure. are they're they're hideous to me i can't i can't take them right it makes them it makes a a, a minion look understated <laughs> <laughs> absolutely uh, yeah the rabbits and they are very minion like characters they're these kind of like mutant rabbits i guess they're from the rayman games yeah uh, is that the origin of the rabbits anyways right. uh so these are kind of like not quite real-time strategy games, but they're a little bit real-time strategy, a little bit platformer. You have Team Mario and Team Rabbids. You make a little team. Everybody has different skills, and you are, do these kind of grid-based battles against um, 
you know, some Mario enemies, but just a lot of kind of, you know, generic wizardy guys. Um, and it is so fucking fun. It was one of those where, like, it, it doesn't sound like something I would like on paper, but I had enough people just tell me, like, listen, that Mario Rabbids game is great. Play it, play it, play it. And then, yeah, kind of like King of Fighters. I think I just saw a flash sale. I saw it was 20 bucks, and I'm like... I've heard enough good things. I've got, you know, a month and some change before Zelda comes out. Uh, I'm going to give it a shot, and it is so fun. It is so fucking fun. Just the gameplay loop is perfect. There's some annoying stuff. There's like a uh, an overworld map that isn't that fun to navigate. There's some, you know, some graphical stuff. It really reminds you that the Switch is kind of a janky system. Yeah. Um, but like fucking minor complaints, just the, the the core game of it is just so fun. You can play it for hours. Uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna gonna investigate some similar uh, games after I get done with this. I think that um, you know the XCOM games everybody loves, and I think the um, uh, that Marvel Midnight Suns I think is a similar kind of grid game that that I heard a lot of the nice things about. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm a grid guy. I would highly recommend XCOM. My next question was going to be, have you played that before? Sounds oh, like no. no. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I guess the, those are the inspiration for this. Um, I don't know. When you say grid, that sounds right to me. I don't know what classification these games technically are, but to me, Mario Rabbids is Mario XCOM because it plays exactly the same. You, It's sort of turn-based. You have um, the same feature, this Overwatch, uh, where you can, like, have somebody set up behind a block and they're, like, ready to shoot if someone else moves from their position on the other team, stuff like that. I, I, I'm I exactly with you. I got the first Mario Rabbids on sale and it enamored me. Um, yeah, Princess so Peach, uh, as a rabbit, she's bae. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you, your your delight in the rabbits may vary. <laughs> um, you know, I personally maybe not nuts about the design. There's a lot, you know, there's a lot of annoying sound effects in this game. There's a lot of like things that just go, you know. So, you know, aesthetically, I I don't know if I'm in love with it, but like. It just speaks to how fucking fun that gameplay loop is. I just turn the sound down. I like <laughs> put an episode of Shark Tank on the TV, and I just like have the time of my life. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's weird. It's a game that I have a lot of little gripes about, but just like cannot wait to start playing again. We love it, Tyler. You got to try this thing. Um, I know I gave you crap about, you know, maybe fighting games in general, but there's, I, I, I won't look at those rabbits as long, you know, there's, <laughs> there, I, I, I can't, there's, if there's a video game character that makes me want to puke, it is Princess Peach as a rabbit. <laughs> wow. How dare you? Well, there is something you did look at the Mario movie. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's time for our first segment video games, the movies. Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. Pika Pika, I'm bad, and that's good. Ellie, Ellie, it's okay, baby girl. I want that for Sonic. So, Jordan, I understand you didn't see the Super Mario Brothers movie. No, uh, I mean, I've seen the original with Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo, so I've seen the Mario movie. I haven't right. seen 
whatever this is that's out in theaters. But, yeah, you've uh, seen the real, the canon film. Exactly. I've seen everyone's favorite Mario movie, but, you know, whatever this, you know, cash-in reboot thing is that they're, you know, trying to make a quick buck, I guess, off the fondness for the original. But, um, yeah, no, I haven't seen it. I'm excited to at some point. It obviously, like, looks super cool, and I've heard nice things. Yeah, it's uh, super cool. It's definitely a movie for grown-ups and not a little kids' movie for babies. Oh, cool. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Even better. Yeah. I was excited when I heard it was a baby movie. <laughs> I talked wham, about how... Wham, wham, babies. Yeah. My friend almost got in a fight in the movie theater there. Um, it was great. It was a great experience all around. But, Jordan, I don't really want to spoil the movie for you, but I wanted to do this segment because Tyler and I have not done a review yet right um uh honestly jordan i just want to give you the opportunity to ask us any questions about the movie anything you really want to know i am happy to uh yeah i guess i have some stuff i'm curious about um who's who's the best deep cut character that you see in the movie do you know do we have a do we have like a birdo do we have you know funky kong like uh you know who what 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 fan faves make an appearance great question great question um well tyler do you have one that comes to top of your mind because there's a couple circling for me was chunky kong in it am i wrong i don't know if chunky kong was in it he might have been in the audience maybe in the audience there is a character that looks like funky kong in a um in the mario kart sequence but it wasn't confirmed if it was him or not Mm -hmm. i would even say even though he's slightly more than just background i think uh kamek appearing is pretty cool the the koopa magician oh yeah i don't know that guy that's cool yeah it's pretty cool mario's dad's in there (laughs) <laughs> wow mario's dad huh mm-hmm. i guess you mention it i guess i i don't know who mario's dad is i'm deep guy they get to meet him it's a deep cut. <laughs> he's i believe he's voiced by charles martinet oh okay that's nice yeah you gotta you gotta give some gotta give some love to the og i think oh, he yeah. plays three characters in this okay uh he so, does yeah and none of them sound exactly like Mario, but then he also does the Mario voice in the movie. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. I'm sorry, Jordan, was that one of your questions? Was uh, that does one make of them? We does do. Charles Martinet do the Mario voice? You are, you say, are you saying Martinet? I guess I've always heard it as Martinet. You anyway. Know, I You might be right. I remember, I think he says Martinet. There's like a weird, there's a video I, I, I like to reference where he's... For, it's like a three-minute video where he's being interviewed about Mario stuff. Just being a real freak. He's a he's a he's a real interesting guy. Right. Um. And at the very end, he does say, uh, you know, he does the Yahoo, and he says, "See you in my games," is which I don't. <laughs> it's like I don't know. If, you know, I don't know if Mario would say that. But Slips into uh, a little Jar Jar speak, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> But I'm he pretty... says, "See you in Misa games." <laughs> See you in That's Misa right. games. <laughs> yeah, a bomb bad. Jordan, any other questions you want to know about this movie? Um, yeah, let's see. I guess I guess I do have more questions. Um, oh, is there any any allusion to Smash Brothers? Obviously, there's a little bit of Mario Kart in the trailer, but um, you know, is 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 the the superior Mario spinoff franchise uh, referenced at all? There is. Mm. 
Okay. Okay. Do Do you want to know more? Or do you um, want to just leave yeah, it there? Yeah, I guess is it a is it an Easter egg? Is it integral to the plot? How 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 much does Smash figure into the 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 movie? Smash figures in that when Donkey Kong appears, they end up doing kind of a Donkey Kong level sequence, but before that, they throw some punches and they actually do moves from the game. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I, I was like going that. nuts. I was like okay. standing up and screaming in the theater. <laughs> Jordan, is another question you had how many other adults were in the theater with us? <laughs> I mean, I could guess. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, what was the final adult count for the for the for the theater? Uh, including me and my two friends, I would say four. <laughs> okay. Uh, probably, yeah, I, no, what, probably what, like what time did you go? That has something to do with it. I'm sure, you know, evening show, if this was an afternoon, probably more likely to be, you know, filled with kids. Yeah, I went on a Friday evening, so there were a lot of kids, but it was like okay. it was like a parent and two kids usually was the, okay. the makeup right. around me. Sounds about right. Me, I was, I was... Middle of the day in a tuxedo, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Sure, yeah, yeah. So uh, this respecting was... you're giving the movie the respect it deserves. You know, mm-hmm. show up to the opera in flip flops. You know, <laughs> exactly. So it was me, and I would say eight other adults um, with two or more children each. Okay, and. Um... Great. Well, uh, I don't want to spoil any more of the movie for you, so um, I guess we'll wrap this segment up. I guess, Tyler, why don't we just give a quick review of the movie, like a rating real quick. Sure. This And this, people are always asking for our mu- movie reviews on here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so I'm going to say um, uh, five power stars. Okay. Um, and I'll give it four minions. Four minions. Great. Okay. It's illumination. Well, that is very clear. Thank you. I now know exactly <laughs> what you think. It's illumination. You get it? Uh, yeah. And we're not going to tell you what my five and his four are out of. Right. Yeah. You don't know. But, I mean, it seems like y'all my- had a good time. Oh, sure. And mine was out of 10 tuxedos. Oh, wow. Five, four, so four minions out of 10 tuxedos. Yeah. And mine was out of 100 mushrooms. Great. No, oh, it sounds like you didn't like it at all then. <laughs> no, nope. suck. And that concludes video games, the movies. Great. Tyler, what you got for us? Well, you know, guys, I I'm embarrassed. I don't I don't really have a segment this week. Tyler, this is a big episode and you forget to do a segment? I know. I it's... was promised there would be segments. That was <laughs> In the intro email, oh right? Gosh. Plenty of segments. <laughs> and for right. the listener on email, Jordan was super excited about my idea for that video games the movie segment, and um, it just it crashed. So, <laughs> yeah, I was thrilled to be able to ask two people who had seen a movie I hadn't seen to describe parts of the movie to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, Tyler, back on you. I'm really I'm upset. Man, God. what a bummer. Yeah, I'm really. Oh. What's it? Oh no, I'm I'm being pulled under the bed. What? Oh my gosh. Where'd he go? He was just on Zoom and now he's gone. What happened? Wee. <laughs> 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 
Queeped it's me. Keeper. It's the it's the creeped keeper. Uh, hello, what's up, the boys? Cri- wait, the crypt keeper? Wow. No. <laughs> I know I, it's. I, I know I you heard crypt keeper. You did, not. but what it actually is is the the creeped keeper. Uh, it's sort of like the crypt keeper, but Could it's you all spell about the, that. You, no problem. K W I I P T keeper. Okay. Um, well, yeah, you were clearly, you know, introducing yourself. I got hung up on what your actual name was and the spelling of the name. So why don't you just go ahead and I'll, if I have more questions, I'll just, I'll, I'll ask. A lot of people have the same questions. It's, it's, I'm back, baby. It's, it's the creep keeper. And that can only mean one thing. It's spring time. Uh, great. Good, great to meet you, Jordan Moore Weiss. Uh, yeah, great to meet you too. Um, I, <laughs> you said my name weird. Weird, W I I R D. So let me just, I think I know what your deal is. Okay, you're like the Crypt Keeper, the mm-hmm. narrator of the HBO show Tales from the Crypt, mm-hmm. who made like horror puns, like Correct. say you know boys and ghouls. You know, um, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I can't come up with any more off the dome, but it was kind of that sort of thing, that kind of Elvira horror pun. Um, you know, the stakes are high, you know, coffin to meet you. Right. That's correct. But you <laughs> seem to be a similar kind of guy, mm-hmm. but you just insert Wii, the Nint- like the name of the Nintendo Wii into the middle of words. That's that's correct. Um. Uh-huh. Gosh, and he really like usually he starts pretty strong with the puns, and then as soon as he finds a word that doesn't quite work with we, he just jams it in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I you know that's it's t- it's tough. I mean, I I was struggling to come up with horror puns for the you know crypt keeper analogy, so it's not you know it's it's one of those things you're going to want to do a little bit beforehand. Right. Uh, and, you know, that's why I sort of like to keep it simple. And, uh, uh-huh. uh, you know, it's a bit infectious, wouldn't you say, Nui? Uh, gosh, the <laughs> two two that don't work with we. Yeah, I don't at feel all. compelled to do it my, myself, <laughs> but maybe my I can mean my I can my mind can be changed. Well, uh, we've got a lot of segment to go. Um, well, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Jordan, Jordan, the Queeps Keeper is a seasonal um, anti-hero who appears on here. Anti-hero. See, it, it's infectious. Mm-hmm. We're having okay, fun that's with it. it. That was fun. Um, and uh, he, usually he shows up, he wants to talk about the Wii, and then by the end of the segment, he's going to tell us that he'll never do the segment again because he's embarrassed. Uh-huh. Right. Well, I, I, I had a lot of fun with the Nintendo Wii. I'd love to hear... You know, from a big Wii fan about you know what his favorite games were and right. You know, well, you you so you do gems. like the Wii? Yeah, I do. I really I really had a great time with the Wii. I mean, you know, it's a cold take at this point, but I had a lot of fun with you know Wii Sports and mm-hmm. uh, you know Smash Melee was on the Wii. That's you know one of my favorite Smash games and uh, you know a lot of a lot of classics. Great. That's all I needed. Uh, <clears throat> oh boy. Uh, well, it's spring. Spring has sprung, and uh, we're going to talk about the IGN list of Wii games of spring 2010. 
Oh, cool. That's great. Right? That's still up, huh? Still, st- <laughs> I couldn't believe it myself. They uh, tried to delete the page, but it wouldn't right. come down. I guess nope. if you if you couldn't find it, you could you could look on the Wii back machine. There hey. we go. Hey. Oh, he he loves it Trying now. Get into the spirit. He's <laughs> he loves it. And, uh, well, and, okay. I'm I'm trying. I'm try- I'm I'm my my mind is open to what's fun about this. I right. Don't know if I love it at this point. But. He's in love with it. Uh, Iron Man two released May fourth, twenty ten. Can you believe it? Okay. What I love about this list is it gives. It gives uh, what the game is, and then it's there's a little section under each game that says why it's hot. Mm. And this one says the first Iron Man movie rocked and made a ton of new fans, which I agree. Um, yeah, not, not, <laughs> article's not wrong. Right. And uh, huge created the MCU. I mean, correct. Uh, and it says here that uh, Sega's out to deliver a game worth, uh, game worthy of all. Shellhead. Who? Is that who that Iron Man maybe? Yeah, maybe? that's like, you know, if you were Raz and Iron Man, you okay. would call him, you know, Shellhead. The um, the, the overall tone of this this whole leftover from the, you know, comics which are written in like the 40s and 50s. So, you know, it, it's 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 corny, but it's one of those easter eggs that, you know, Marvel fans really like. Okay. Yeah, we love that stuff. Mhm. We love it. It says, uh, play as Iron Man and War Machine. Oh, sorry. It says, play as Iron Man and War Machine? Okay, you have our attention. (laughs) Um, Pretty cool, huh, guys? (laughs) Pretty cool. I I have to say, there aren't a lot of MCU video games. It's something Mm -hmm. that's been severely lacking. I was so shocked when the Avengers movie came out, and tie-in games were kind of gone by that point. Even... 2010 feels a little late but like what a missed opportunity for a game where you can play as all the avengers and then of course they released one a couple years ago and it was whatever yeah yeah it seems like they don't release those direct tie-ins yeah as much anymore maybe they do it with mobile games but as far as like a console game that's like directly tied to a movie i think they just you know they just turn out turn out bad and damage the brand so you know i think i think marvel is smart to do you know like the the Sucker Punch Spider-Man games are really cool, not directly tied to the movies, but definitely, like, you know, are better than a movie tie-in probably would be, because they get a little more time to bake. I don't know if you clocked this, you can see that Spider-Man in the trailer for Spider-Verse. Oh, I did not clock that. That's very cool. Very exciting. Yeah. Sorry, Keeper, please go ahead. Him. <laughs> Red Steel 2. Red Steel 2. Do we know this game? Released March 23rd, 2010. I played the first Red Steel. It was like a kind of a Yakuza shooter with um, Wii controls. So in one hand, you'd have like your katana and in the other, you'd have a gun (laughs) and you're using motion controls. That sounds cool. Pretty cool. You want to hear why it's hot? Flip the sunglasses. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sure. I mean, I don't think it's something I'm going to play um, for a lot of reasons. I mean, not having Wii hardware anymore is probably the the the, the main reason. But uh, yeah, sure. I mean, hey, you know, Jordan, there's a word Jordan. in there you can jam Wii into. That's cool. I'm for you, sorry. Can you please not just just like where it's 
he's gonna get really upset if you're not super positive about the Wii. So please don't say anything about not having one. I didn't say anything one. bad about the Wii. I, I, it's, is it weird to not have one anymore? There, it's you know, three consoles back. Well, dust off that Wii Motion Plus peripheral. This is a game that not only requires the device; it's a game that really shows off what it can do. Your arm will really get a workout after plowing through this dozen-hour adventure. A dozen hours? That's what it says. <laughs> okay, okay. A dozen hours. And you said there were ten games on this list? <laughs> I'm only doing three. <laughs> okay. That shows, a lot, that shows a lot of self-awareness. Yeah. And did, you, you, did you start with number ten? Leave them leave wanting more, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. And uh, we're no, doesn't work. Uh, and you know what? We'll get we'll we'll get, we'll throw in a good one here. How about Super Mario Galaxy Two, released May twenty third, twenty ten. I never played it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either. I I've heard that the Galaxy games are are great, among the best Mario games. Uh, yeah, for whatever reason, I, I I skipped them when they were out. I'd, I'd love to go back if there's a, if there's a good downloadable version. But uh, yeah, I just never played those Galaxy games. Great, well, uh, I'm pissed. Oh no, oh no. Let me let me just defend them real quick. I played the first one, loved it. Uh, maybe the first Mario game I beat in its entirety, and then um, Galaxy Two was coming out. I was going to replay the first one, and my dad sold my copy at a garage sale for one dollar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Classic dad. Classic dad. Well, I mean, Dwad. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. that are was you, great. Are you in a better mood now? Yeah. I'm, you know what? I'm feeling a little better about Spwing. Okay. And Spwing has certainly sprung. Good boy. Good boy. Oh, my gosh. He just left. He never does that. I swear he nukes the segment every single time. Jordan, you really, uh, you really came through for us here. Yeah. I mean, I was, you know, trying to get in on the fun. Uh, <coughs> oh god one oh tyler you okay yeah uh, sorry sorry guys i passed out for a little bit standing on my head yeah the computer um, usually pulls you under your own bed and stands on your head while he does that segment <laughs> right yeah oops yeah i forgot how the lore went found some sanrio plushies though pretty cool huh oh nice oh which ones Might be worth something uh karimi-san he's a he's a piece of uh salmon steak with eyes and a little body nice (laughs) well on that note uh we're gonna take a quick break before we come back to talk about our game of the week bloodborne we'll be right back bye bye (laughs) and we're back you're up pale blood War never changes. Bloodborne is an action RPG game developed by From Software and published by Sony Computer Entertainment. After getting a blood transfusion by the Mad Hatter and punching a werewolf, the custom-created player character known as the Hunter must fight everything in a creepy Victorian-style city called Yarnum, which has become infected by the titular Bloodborne Plague, causing residents to turn into chthonic horrors. Played from a third-person perspective, Bloodborne shares the lifeblood of other Souls games in that you die a lot. Players can arm themselves with different weapons and firearms to fight off hordes of monsters in this Lovecraft and Bram Stoker-inspired world of terror. 
First released in 2015, Bloodborne received critical acclaim as another game in the Dark Souls lineage, with some considering it one of the greatest video games of all time, although some babies and the hosts of this podcast complained that it is too hard. Jordan Morris, I understand that Bloodborne is one of your favorite games. It sure is. Um, yeah, I, I, as I mentioned before, love a love a two D fighting game. But um, yeah, the 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 genre that is, um, you know, that has my heart these days is the is the Soulsborne, the Sekiro Soulsborne games. Uh, I, you know, I think like many, uh, was kind of turned off by the. Uh, by the pitch for these things, right? Uh, so mm -hmm. I Bloodborne was the first one I played, and it was a you know fifteen dollar flash sale situation. So it had already been out for a couple years. I I, I was not on the bandwagon from the get go, and the <clears throat> you know the pitch that fans give you that like these and you know the fans are very intense. Uh, yes. I am now one of them, but like you know before I was one of them, I'm like these people are a little intense. There's no way these games could be that good. Um, <coughs> But uh, yeah, so the, the the fans, you know, the way they pitch them to you is that they're like punishingly hard. They're really obtuse. You don't always know what to do. And I'm like, well, you just named five frustrating things, you know, like frustrating things that make you want to stop playing other games. So, you know, it just never seemed like my cup of tea, the like that kind of you know, black metal aesthetic isn't like really something I gravitate to a lot. So it just kind of seemed like something that wasn't for me. And then, you know, just kind of like, like friends did with rabbits, um, a, a buddy, Oh, you know, uh, maybe, maybe video game and podcast fans will know Griffin McElroy from the McElroy podcasting concern. Uh, he, we were at an event. He sat me down. He's like, listen, I know, I know, I know. Just play Bloodborne. It's a very special game. You know, I opened my Amazon app. It was fifteen bucks, so I just, I just, you know, just clicked, and I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll see what the, see what the fuss is about. And like, you know, I think everybody's experience when they first start playing these is like, what the fuck is this? I don't know what to do. It's so hard. I just keep dying. And like, once it clicks, it's like, oh, this is like next level this is like a video game that assumes you've played a lot of video games and it like not only doesn't hold your hand but it throws you a lot of weird curveballs yes. so it's like rewarding you and also you know punishing you for like having played a lot of video games mm -hmm. and you know i just like i i got super into the gameplay and then when i realized the weirdo storytelling that was going on in it like there's not cutscenes in these games or there are but they're very short and you don't know what's going on in them uh -huh. um they're yeah they're obtuse they have this like really cryptic language um kind of kooky voice acting they're you know they're they're bizarre the cutscenes and you know just impossible to cobble together what's going on based on these things they're just like they have weird dream logic and like once i realized that the, those weren't just like random weirdo clips to upset you i realized oh there is a really really intense story in this thing and it's mostly within the item descriptions yes so you know like other rpgs when you pick up an item there's a little description of the item and, you know, in addition to the the 
um, you know, description of what the item does, a healing thing, a weapon thing. It will tell you a little chunk of story, and then uh, obsessives on YouTube will collect those little chunks of story and tell you the story of the game that you didn't know was there. <laughs> and, like, that was so fascinating to me that they would tell a story like that. Um yeah, it just like made me even more obsessed with these games. So, yeah, the gameplay is great, and 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 they do tie the gameplay to the story. The fact that you die and keep coming back is a part of it. That you know the um, yeah, so that kind of all that stuff seems to be like connected to the narrative, uh, which is wacko. And even when the YouTube guys explain it to you, it is hard to tell what's actually going on. So, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> take, take take it with a grain of salt. But uh, yeah, and it just like Bloodborne kind of got me into those games. I went back and played all the other ones, and you know, uh, Elden Ring is the latest. Yes. Um, cold take, Elden Ring, very, very good video game, maybe best video game of all time. But <clears throat> excuse me, uh, but Bloodborne is still just you know, it's my fave. It was my first. Um, they never went back to that like Lovecraft aesthetic. Yeah. Um, they all the other ones are kind of in a you know, dark fantasy, D&D, Game of Thrones kind of world, and, or except Sekiro, I guess, is uh, kind of samurais and ninjas, um, but uh, yeah, they never, have, they have not been back to this, you know, Jack the Ripper, England, but with werewolves kind of vibe, and I just love it, and uh, yeah, it's one of those games I, 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 you know, I think about it, I can remember the bosses, what noises they make, the sounds <laughs> the weapons make, it's just like in my brain. Um, thank you for that description. That's so great. I have to be honest, I was prepared to come in here, much as I did in our Elden Ring episode, and question the appeal of this game. Because these games just weren't clicking with me. I had played either Dark Souls 1 or 2 at a friend's house, died immediately, and was like, okay, I'm done. Well, <laughs> Tyler, you, I, you had You yeah. had described people who play these games as... These people just love dying. And I'm like, I don't think these people love to die. <laughs> They're masochists. Uh, but yeah, maybe we do. I don't know. Maybe that's, you know. And Tyler and I both bought Elden Ring because everybody bought Elden Ring. Sure, and yeah. it it's not very user-friendly. I know nope. <laughs> I skipped the tutorial, which you can oh. only find if you drop down a ledge in the beginning. Right. That's not clearly marked. And... I wanted to come in here and say, why? Why is it so hard? Why am I so bad at it? Blah, blah, blah. And then something happened. It clicked for me. You, oh, you, I was, you, you spent money? <laughs> Again? You know what? I didn't, Tyler. I told you that I bought it on the last episode. I was wrong. I accident. <laughs> I downloaded it from PS Plus and didn't pay twenty dollars. Oh, after great. all, <laughs> yeah. Oh um, yeah, I think you can yeah. get it. I think you can. It is a free PS Plus thing at this point, right? Yeah, that's how I got it. Yeah, and so I played it for the first time in preparation for this episode, and I thought. I want to play five minutes of this. Uh, that's probably more honest than I should be. Um, but I liked it, and I was really intrigued. And there is more story than in other games. Sometimes I feel like there's not even as much of an opening cutscene as this one has. And it something just kind of hooked. And I was saying out loud to my roommate, the only game I've liked where dying is part of the story is the indie game Hades, 
which I oh, loved. Sure. Yeah, me too. And when you die in Hades, it tells you more of the story. And then what happens in this game, you get eaten by that werewolf at the beginning and you get transported to a new place and they start to tell you the story. Um, and I really got into that. And then I just got into the gameplay too. That that was the first time it kind of clicked. I like the Victorian setting, like you mentioned. It does feel a little different. It's not just medieval fantasy. Um <sighs> I feel like in, say, a Batman game, punching people is the game, and punching the most people is the reward. Mm -hmm. And in this game, survival is the game, finally getting the kill is the reward. And I just started to get a little addicted, and I played it again, and I played it again, and uh, it's so difficult, but it's really fun. You love that, <laughs> it's those little incremental bits of progress. They just make them feel good. They make, you know, when you'll die to the same dude 10 times when you finally beat him or when you like almost beat him, you know? Yes. Like yeah. like it I I I I cannot describe why that is so fun in these, but they just like they know how to make that cool and they know how to make you think like next time I'm going to get a little bit further and just those little bits of progress feel great um you know as opposed to just like a mario game where you're constantly progressing all the time and it loses its novelty it's like about the you know the joy of right. running around and this yeah. is like you know when you can get a little bit further you feel like you've accomplished something mm -hmm. yeah and then all of a sudden it's about his dad mario's <laughs> yeah. dad <laughs> That was a surprising turn in Bloodborne. <laughs> when you meet Bloodborne's dad. Yeah. <laughs> it's a me, Bloodborne dad. Uh, Tyler, what's your experience with Bloodborne? Find your worth in the waking a world, a hunter. <laughs> um, so I, I didn't get into these type of games until recently myself when my, my younger brother, shout out to Hank Schnapp. He, uh, maybe he'll come on soon. Uh, but he he really got me into Elden Ring, like a, I'll say like two months ago, um, where he just came over to my place, got all the stuff for me. He's like, "Here's a cool staff. Here's a cool hood." And then it was like, "Oh, okay." And then I like whatever went through it. This one, um, I did go through it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, similar thing." But like, uh, like you were saying, Jordan, that it like you know the 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 black metalness of it sort of turned me off for a long time. It's like the world of it was not yeah. quite my thing, but I love to make one of these characters. And I think this was my favorite character builder in it. Um, uh, which I, I have a screenshot of it here where you could choose, you know, at the beginning. Um, my favorite was a waste of skin. And the <laughs> description is you are nothing talentless. You shouldn't have been born. <laughs> um really yeah. resonated with that um, yeah the writing if you if you can like if you can if you can think of the writing as comically dark like if you kind of go into it with the understanding that like maybe this is supposed to be kind of funny how dark this is it gets more enjoyable i, yeah. I don't know how like much that's part of the intent but like it is so over the top grim sometimes, and yeah, just like that character description is is an awesome example. 
Mm-hmm. It's really funny. And you mentioned the voice acting being a little silly at times. You'll be running around and fighting people and they're just screaming, it's all your fault and right. stuff like that. And it was making me laugh. But at first it was making me laugh. And then I started dying and they would say, it's all your fault. And I was like, I know, I know I'm not good at the game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, th- there was an interesting gameplay change from previous um, from software games. They uh, they decided to replace shields with guns, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, it's I don't know why the idea of that as a one to one replacement is so funny to me. Um, but you can get a blunderbuss and silver bullets. It's so sick! Oh, yeah. Sick, dude. I think the other games in the series, the Dark Souls games, like they're they're pretty shieldy there's a lot of like blocking and like waiting for an opening and i think that yeah that was kind of part of the vision for this game they are all pretty similar like all the games in this series like sekiro is maybe the biggest departure because it like removes some of the rpg leveling stuff and uh your character's a little bit zippier he's got a grappling hook and he's not quite a quite the tank that some of these characters are um but yeah, they're all they're all pretty similar. But like the little changes to each game, you really notice. And in this one, the you know the innovation is like we're not going to let people block as much. They're going to use these guns to kind of parry. You're supposed to like shoot someone with these kind of short range old time guns right when they're about to hit you, and you can cause like a stun. So yeah, it is like faster paced. They have that mechanic where if you lose some health, you can get some of it back by like landing some hits. So it like rewards you being a little more aggressive with your play style. So yeah, it's like to a casual observer, this is exactly the same as the other games. But if you are like a fan and kind of locked into them, those like little changes are like fascinating. Mm -hmm. Um, I, you saying the parry thing with the gun makes people be like, Oh no, I was running in there just shooting. Um, (laughs) Yeah. They don't give you quite enough ammo to like wreck shop, but you're kind of supposed to use it like a shield. You're supposed to use it more of a block or more of a counter type move. Yeah. Right. Uh, I had um, I got some enjoyment out of realizing that I could just run past people, <laughs> especially in the early game. Like I, I learned where the boss was, the cleric beast, the first boss in the game, and I figured out where he was. And at a certain point, I was like, I don't have enough health to get to him. I don't have enough blood vials to heal myself, so I'm just going to run <laughs> past everyone and get into his area. And um, then he just jumps on me and i die um those bosses man those the design the design on all those bosses is so good they're so scary yeah they're really scary they kind of look both familiar and totally new at the same time um yeah yeah, you know these are not like these are not like the most graphically advanced games but they like look cooler than other games because the design is just so great like the yeah, just like the the designers that come up with these creatures are just like so fucking good at it that like, yeah, this doesn't look as good as the Horizon games or a Halo game or something like that. Mm-hmm. But but, it, you know, in my opinion, just like so much more memorable because these just like wacko nightmares are so specific. Yeah, yeah. man, I don't Even know. That, yeah. Sorry. Even that werewolf at the beginning that was, I don't know. I'll, I'll yeah. It, forever. It, yeah. <laughs> 
and the little uh the little white monsters who are crawling over you to yeah. give you the pale blood thing mm-hmm. um gosh i just don't know what they were smoking when they came up with mario's dad <laughs> <laughs> uh i wanted to um mention uh it does feel very like jack the ripper inspired um do you guys know that you can find pictures of jack the ripper's victims like that was that recent in history it's great (laughs) i thought you meant in the game nick (laughs) no in real life you can actually find that (laughs) oh boy yeah i Uh, guess there's been like you know true true crime heads going back going back centuries yeah gosh maybe this should become a true crime podcast <laughs> as long as the queep move yeah the queep keeper comes i don't care what anybody says <laughs> even though he stands on your head all the time yeah even under my bed all right um uh jordan what's your favorite bloodborne boss Ooh, great question uh who's my favorite bloodborne boss um oh okay so like I think that the, uh, you know, spoilers for Endgame, uh, the two Avengers, fin- the, the, yes, spoilers for Avengers Endgame. They the time heist is a success. <laughs> Thanos gets what's coming to him, and the world is restored. How um, shellhead, <laughs> old shellhead <Uh-oh>. dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bad but nice. yeah. But an even bigger threat looms on the horizon. The heroes will assemble once again in whatever they do next. Kang for one movie, soon to be replaced by another Kang. Yeah. <laughs> He's from a different p- part in the timeline, okay? That's, that makes total sense that it's a different guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, your favorite Bloodborne boss. Uh, Yeah, so like... Uh, so the end, one of the first end bosses, depending on like what ending shit you've completed, is Garman the First Hunter, and he is like you but super powerful, which I always fucking love in a video game. Um, you know, Mega Man fighting Proto Man, Wario fighting Mario. Um, yeah, just I love a boss who is like you but like crazy, or you but but you know. Uh, uh, kind of grim and moralist. So yeah, that is Garman the first hunter. Yeah. And he's like been there the whole game. He's like a weird NPC that's in your hub world who's like in a wheelchair. And, you know, if you piece together the wacko story, you learn that, you know, he was the one that, uh, you know, set this whole thing in motion. And uh, yeah, you have to fight him. And he is, you know, he kind of has a similar move set to one of the characters in the game, uh, you know, depending on what kind of character you've built over the course of the game. Uh, and then so he's great. And then if you collect fragments of alien umbilical cord, uh, that are hidden in just the most obtuse places. I had to use a guide, but I wanted to get the you know the the main ending. Uh, so if you find these umbilical cords, you have to fight the moon presence, and the moon presence is just like it's the like skeleton of 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 uh, just some sort of wild beast, and it's like you fight Garman, who is you know, a human who like, you know, and obviously it's an AI character, but they seem like they can kind of think, but the 
moon presence is just seems like it's acting randomly like it's a caged animal and it's so fun doing those fights back to back because one is a little more calculating and about you know countering and stuff and one is just about stay alive while this fucking rabid skeleton wrecks shop in the arena so i love those and um i you know i think there's no there's no better name for a, a video game boss than rom the vacuous spider at some point, you have to fight a giant spider that has all these spider babies. It's kind of a little bit of a meh fight, but the the fact that it's called Rom the Vacuous Spider, I think it's just like a triumph of naming. Yeah, I, I uh, this one is terrifying to look at. Uh, Rom the Vacuous Spider. It's it's like if a spider was its own egg sac, kinda. Right. Um. It's uh. It's it's really creepy. I love the lovecraftian elements of this game that's just like that's so up my alley and especially in this um setting where everything's already a little creepy if this game was set in the victorian era in the daytime i think i'd still be a little creeped out by it right yeah (laughs) a creepy a creepy period in history yes and yeah that it's exploited for this game Oh, this thing is freaking me out. The the spider guy. The uh, this looks like a dream I had, like a <laughs> sure. recurring dream. Yeah, yeah. It's like a. Uh, it's like he's made of rubber bands almost. It's creepy. Wow. Well, um, as they say in the game, might look like a dream, but it's real. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Jordan thanks, was dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got you. <laughs> uh, Jordan, was there anything else about Bloodborne you really wanted to share with us that you like? Uh, yeah i think i think i would just say like if you if you play bloodborne and wanted to wanted to you know go in on the story uh i think the most popular youtube lore guy is vati vidya v-a-t-t-i-v-i-d-y-a he is a um a guy who pieces the get together the story for you he has a beautiful soothing british accent and uh the guy just does such great videos just just kind of him lovingly piecing together the story some of them are like an hour long um just just so much fun and i love like getting to play a game and then doing the like supplemental deep dive on it it's uh just just a treat so uh yeah if you're playing those if you're playing the from software games check out those vati vidya videos he's done some elden ring stuff yeah yeah, his Elden Ring stuff has, has been great. Um, yeah, so the whole the whole series he's done, as far as I know. Shout out Vati. So, um, shout out to Vati. Well, Jordan Morris, sounds like you're a fan of Bloodborne, but have you ever been inside Bloodborne? Well, <laughs> no, that's my dream, but that could never happen. <laughs> we thought you'd say that. Mm-hmm. We thought you'd say that, Jordan. We actually sent you a package. It's on your desk. Oh yeah, yeah. Here it um, is. This is the time to open that. Um, oh, cool. Okay. Well, now's the. Here we go. Yeah. Tearing into this guy. Uh inside. It's a little device called a reactivator. You may remember me mentioning it at the top of the show. I wasn't listening. Fair. It was. Enough. It was in the email. It was. It was after the oh, part with the, the segments. I just looked for the Zoom link. Oh, okay. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, well, we were thinking you could turn on that device. Just plug in your um your copy of Bloodborne, and we can actually travel into the game right now. 
Okay. Wow. Cool. Does ugh, I downloaded it? Does that matter? Uh, <laughs> Can we not do this? Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. okay. It works. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll turn, okay. I'll just turn it on. Then. Here we go. <laughs> Guess I uh, guess I just run up and punch it. Um, oh boy, I'm not feeling very confident after that <laughs> waste of skin stuff. Um, huh? Okay. Uh, all right. I'm just gonna run up and punch him in the face. Hey! Well, 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 well there, young hunter. I see you're on your journey. It is I, the fetid NPC. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, you better look out, because I'm going to... I'm going to... Oh, hold on there, young hunter. I'm I'm here to help you on your journey. Oh, okay. Yeah, too. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just a little... uh, just feel a little rocked. You don't think I'm talentless, do you? Well, I don't know you very well, but I mean, everybody's got something they're good at. Me, for instance, I'll stand in the corner of this room and I'll say weird things to people who come in. Right. Okay. Yeah, I could do that. You could see me doing that, right? Well, that's kind of my thing. I think you have to find your own thing. Don't just copy me. Okay. I'm here to help you on your journey. <laughs> okay, you're right. Yeah, I'll, I'll listen. I'll listen. I uh, uh, okay. So you got any tips for me? Uh, whooping this werewolf's ass. If you want to defeat the lichen beast, simply suck on me boils, and the juices within will lead you on a journey true. You want me to suck on your boils? Yeah, suck on me boils, and the uh, way okay. will be revealed. <laughs> oh God, they're pussy. All right, um, uh, you're you are worth something. You have talent. Just suck on the boils, and you'll who you talking to? Sorry, just talking to myself. Uh, <clears throat> uh, all right. Uh, let me at those boils. We cut to the the new realm after he's been eaten by the werewolf. Oi, mate. Welcome to uh, the library. Got eaten what? by a werewolf, I see. I can't do anything fucking right. I sucked on that guy. <laughs> I sucked on the those damn boils. Now, wh- where am I? Oh, that's a, that's a prank he plays. That's not going to help you out. You waste of skin. I can't believe you bought that. Great. Should have cho- should have chosen troubled childhood. Hey, boys, uh, we got a boil sucker in here. Okay. Look at this guy. Look oh, at this has boils. this guy been sucking on boils? Oh. Yeah. We're from the little book Brooklyn part of Yarnum. Hey, this guy. All right. Uh, listen, does anybody know how to get back oh, up? I need- I'm collecting blood echoes over here. <laughs> Uh, uh, fellas, fellas, hi. Yes, yeah. it's yeah. Uh, I'm sort of a new recruit, starry-eyed, and uh, uh, ready to, to show the world my stuff. Does anybody know how to get back up top? 
Oh, well, Jimmy has got some boils you can suck on. <laughs> yeah, we're all covered in boils. That's that's this world we live in. It's we're it. all hacking up, hacking up goo, covered in boils, saying weird things to anybody who walks by. Yep, that's the world we live in. All right, you've got this. You've been tricked once. This can't be a trick again. You have talent? Oh, who are you talking to? I'm sorry, I'm talking to myself. Um, Hey, what's the matter with this guy? (laughs) I think he's low confidence. Uh, Someone in the character creator probably told him he was some kind of waste of skin, and now he's got some embarrassing psych-up ritual. I see it. I see it. (laughs) Cut to him (laughs) back in the courtyard. All right, I'm going to hit you with my cleaver. Ah. Ah. Hey. hey! Yeah? I shot you. You're supposed to be stunned. Oh, uh, wore off. <laughs> Great. Get, uh, th- th- can we get, can we get somebody in here? What? Who are you talking to? <laughs> I'm gonna call my dad. Beep, boop, 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 beep, boop, boop. Hey, son. Uh, how's... How's, uh, hey, son, how's, uh, how's things in Yarnum? Uh, they're going really well. Um, uh, could, could, sorry, I don't think my guns are working. Could you wire me some money? Oh, God, again, listen, son, I, I know I sound like a broken record, but you're just not cut out to be a hunter. Um, I think you should go back to grad school. I think you should find, um you know, something a little more stable, something you have a knack for, Um, you know, maybe advertising. Um, You know, I know that I called you a waste of skin a lot when you were a kid, and, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe that affected how you see yourself, but, um, you know, I think you're proving me right, frankly, with this this pie-in-the-sky hunter business. Okay, fine, I'll call mom. Click. Hello. Hi, Mommy. Oh, hey, sweetie. What's going on? It's really bad. I have no money, and I need a new fancy old gun. Again with this? Oh, my gosh. I I hate to say your dad was right about you, (laughs) but... I'm sorry. I uh, I transfer you something, but um, I'm sort of on this quest. I'm looking for alien umbilical cords. Uh, it's something that gals and I have been working on. So, um, you know what? I I don't have time right now. I think you're just gonna have to deal with this on your own. Cut to a book book club style. So, I got five. You got <laughs> yay. Yay! Soon we'll meet the moon presence. Soon we'll meet the moon presence. I I got six. Didn't want to. I I I should. Wow! Oh my god. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hard to find. Wouldn't you gals agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You. There's no logical way to know know it's there without looking at a guide. But that's part of the fun. <laughs> looking it's at the so... guides. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you? Um. I haven't really been able to figure out what book this is a part of yet. 
you know, this is a book club, but we're doing a lot of umbilical cord hunting. I mean, do you want to read Who Moved My Cheese? It was an interesting premise. (laughs) Hmm. No, I can't. We can. It seemed like everybody was having more fun hunting for the umbilical cords that will summon the moon presence. You know what? And lead to the ascension of the great ones. I'm being a fuddy. Who always have two children, one who lives and one who dies. Oh, was that in the guide? Can I get anybody more wine? Oh, yeah, fill her up. Mm-hmm. Click, click, click. Yeah, I'll take a little top off. Okay. How many do we need oh, for this moon present? Uh, what? What'd you say? Nothing. You're not. You know what? We've been talking for a while. You're out of book club. No. You're trying to make us read. No, please, no. <laughs> if you don't. We don't want to read. We want to collect umbilical cords and summon the moon presence. I can't believe that I'm getting kicked out of a book club for trying to read a book. I we we cut to her in a movie theater. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, are you here with your children? Oh, uh, no. Uh, these aren't my children next to me. Sorry, I just came to the movie. I just wanted to watch. Um, I wanted to watch Mario. Okay. All right. Oh, in- okay. Interesting. Um, it's just sort of this is booby club for for all the uh, for all the families uh, at the daycare down the street. So. Um, oh. You can watch with us if you'd like. I bought a ticket on AMC Stubbs. Uh, sorry, I I'm not. Trying uh, to this talk. is a landmark. It's a landmark. So you're probably in the wrong place, and our daycare bought out this whole theater. So get your ass to the landmark or lay down in the back. Uh, Both of them are fine with us. Okay. Um, well, uh, if it's okay with you guys, I'm not going to be disruptive. I just want to watch the movie at the movie theater, so I guess I'll go lay uh, down in the back. Yeah, that's why we gave you the option to lay down in the back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um Gosh, I feel like I'm getting bullied everywhere I go. Oh, look, an umbilical Shut up. cord. <laughs> Shut up. Shut the fuck Dude. up. <laughs> Shut oh, up. Okay. Coming from a fucking uh, woman in a tux. Yeah. Nice tux. Yeah, nice tux, Lydia Tar. <laughs> hey, don't you call me Tar. In the don't you call me Tar. <laughs> Sorry we called you Tar. Jesus Christ. Sorry. Pull out. Just having some fun. All right. Go lay down in the back. Lay down. <clears throat> Mario, I love you, son. I love you too, Dad. Chris Pratt's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everybody, we're going to take a break in the screening right now. Uh, Chris Pratt is here, and he's going to ask some questions if there's anything anybody wants to know about the rest of the movie what coming the up. Fuck? The, the movie's not even done yet. Wait, what? Halfway through? <laughs> right at the 40-minute mark. We're just going to take a quick pause. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, here's Mr. Pratt himself. Hey, guys. Um, hey, man. Usually when like stars do this, it's like after the movie or before. And you coming in 40 minutes in. I mean, it's 
cool to see you and everything. It's cool that you're doing this, but like weird call, man. Why are you doing this? Uh, sorry guys. I, uh, uh, I was a little late getting here. Oops. Sorry. Uh, it's hard for me to get out of character. <laughs> that was your character. That was you in character. Yeah. It's me, Mario. Uh, I mean, it's me, Chris Pratt. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was a little late on the freeway. I slipped on a Koopa show. Huh. So that's your, that's the voice you went with, huh? Hmm. Yeah, it's an original voice nobody's ever heard before. <laughs> yeah, not not surprised they like kind of keep it out of the trailers. Uh, hey, uh, let's not roast the talent here. Uh, anybody got any questions about the movie? Uh, yeah, um, yeah, I've I've got one. Uh, yeah. Do you, do you and do you and Gamora get together in the next uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? <laughs> well, uh, I guess it didn't say about just the Mario movie. Uh, yeah, we do uh, get together, Gamora and I. Uh, the 2014 timeline version and the uh, 2024 version. Wow, cool. Any other Boo! questions? We, so we, uh, somebody throws, a, uh, throws something at Chris Pratt's head. He dies and goes <laughs> goes to that underworld. Oh, look who showed up! If it isn't the star, if it isn't the star lord himself. Well, 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 you want to be a hunter and revive the great ones. What? I was just doing a movie screening. But, uh, I guess if I'm here, I could suck some boils. I didn't even ask yet, but yeah, open up. (laughs) Have a boil. Have a boil, handsome. <laughs> Guts, he dies, goes back to down. <laughs> nice fucking action, dipshit. <laughs> yeah, you sound ridiculous. <laughs> hey, uh, how's it there, you guys? Misa got a good accent. <laughs> Jordan Morris, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. This this was a blast. Love talking, love talking BB. That's what I call Bloodborne. Uh, what a Smart. treat! Um, and uh, everything you said makes me more interested to play. So uh, I can't wait. Do you? Yeah, ha- you'll have to let me know if you uh, if you continue with the game, even even when you don't have to play it for the podcast. Yeah, I think I will, which shocks me to say and believe. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, do you have anything you'd like to plug today? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, if there's any comic book fans uh, listening, I have been doing a little bit of writing for Archie Horror. That is a line of comics uh, that takes that familiar gang from Riverdale, Archie, Jughead, Betty, and Veronica, and puts them into totally fucked up horror scenarios. Um, there's one on the stands now called Pop's Chocolate Shop of Horrors. That's three spooky tales set in the famous diner. And on June 21st, you can grab Camp Pickens. It is uh, three spooky tales about the Archie gang going to summer camp. Uh, These are a ton of fun. Uh, They're single issue, quick fun reads, beautiful covers. You're going to want to collect them all. Uh, Yeah, Pop's Chocolate Shop of Horrors is on stands now, and uh, that Camp Pickens you can add to your poll list uh, so you can grab it when it comes out on June 21st. 
Amazing. I can't wait to read that. You can follow me on Twitter at Nick underscore Costanza and at Nick Costanza on Instagram. You can follow the podcast at Reactivators on Twitter and Instagram. And as a reminder, you can always rate us five stars on iTunes. Tyler? Yep. Schnup69, Instagram and Twitter. Won't change it. Um, you can, yeah, follow Super NPC Radio, the Patreon we're a part of. A bunch of good shows. Uh, Inside Video Games Classic coming back with July Diaz. Uh, I think I'll be on there. Uh, maybe uh, that... that Maybe the fucking quick queep keeper is going to be on there. So we'll, we'll see. Um, but yeah, that's, that's it for me. This has been another episode of reactivators. See you next time. Pale blood.